0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass.
1: My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, click on the radio section of the page and check out past shows. You can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions questions topics for future shows, or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, as we all make our personal journeys towards retirement, it's easy to get lost in the dreams of someday. As in, you know, someday I'll have the money I need to retire. Someday I'll figure out what I wanna do in retirement. It's real easy to forget about today when you're thinking about someday, but today is important too. So today, we're gonna talk about ways to make life in the office, life in our workplace more enjoyable, as we all work to put our retirement strategies together. But before we talk more about getting a fresh perspective on office life, let's get the fresh perspective on the fresh Prince, Tony Shore. <laughs> Tony, how are you doing today?
0: I knew that was coming. When you said fresh perspective, I immediately <laughs> went there myself. I'm like, he's going to call me the fresh, the fresh Prince. <laughs> uh, well,
1: No crickets on that one, Tony.
0: Not and. <laughs> but. Not uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the Fresh Prince of the Retirement Compass, the Financial Compass, right? Yeah, right. The Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner. Does
1: that make me Uncle Phil or Aunt Viv?
0: <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. The
1: Adams Offshore Retirement Fund.
0: <laughs> Is that Carlton what we're... maybe. Yeah, that makes I you Carlton. Yeah.
1: Are we dating ourselves here?
0: yeah none of the listeners know what we're talking about so
1: (laughs) most of the time
0: (laughs) yeah most of the time i love it i love it well i've been great matt thanks for having me on the show seriously this is a lot of fun and it's always great to be here with you and uh you know hopefully next next week maybe you can bring your guitar and play a couple of tunes for us Is that what you'd like that's what i would like
1: you know that the guitar isn't actually here this time. The guitar is usually sitting next to me. Yeah. And it's, I, sometimes I play a little bit while we're preparing for the show. And um, and then, but yeah, I think, what, did I play once I, out of the years we've been doing this. I played the guitar once, which is probably best for everyone.
0: Oh, no, you're really good. And uh, you've played it more than once for me, though. Before and after the show, we usually have a little, uh, you know, we have the, the Matt, music time. The Matt Brunner music time. Music time with Matt. A little sing along. Uh, sing around with Matt. Well, that's that should be the name of the podcast. Sing around with Matt. And then we'll just happen to throw in some financial compass stuff.
1: Matt and Tony's music and tunes. <laughs> no, just no. spitballing it.
0: No. Well, here we're giving an example right now of our topic, which is how to yeah, be happier at work. Mm-hmm. Right. It's true. Yeah, it's absolutely true. How do you, think you how do you make yourself happier at work, Matt?
1: Well, there's a couple things. Number one, do a show with Tony Shore.
0: Ah. (laughs) Maybe that's number two.
1: Actually, number one, work with your sister, who's an awesome person to work with, you know? So work with people you like. Now actually we're gonna there's there's a lot of things I do to make myself happy at work, and I think it's super important. That's part of the culture of our company, actually, is we want everybody to have a really good work-life balance. Um, and we've been that way since we all started, and I think it's important. And, and I think more companies are learning to get on board with that kind of yeah. concept. Now, there was an article in the Muse, and it's 37 Ways to be Happier at Work ASAP.
0: Wow, right now.
1: Yes, right now. Well, as soon as
0: possible, at least. Sure.
1: Yeah, today, right? And it's got some good info. I think the best way they break it down is to three categories. That's right now, this month, and this year. Oh. Uh, So if you start with right now, the first thing you can do right now make yourself a little happier at work. Give yourself some rewards. You know, is there is there a beverage you like? You know, tell yourself if I finish this task, maybe I'll go to the vending machine to get a you know, what that drink is, what, what, whatever that may be. And I don't want, I'm trying to tiptoe around this one. Like I'm not trying to promote going and drinking unhealthy things because that'll give <laughs> right. you other problems later in retirement. Right. But, uh, but you know, maybe have that cup of coffee you've been waiting to have, right. Or or a cup, of, a cup of tea or something. Or how about this? You know, I'll join my coworkers for a drink after work. If I get this presentation done.
0: Yeah. I like that one. I like that, that one you a lot. Do. Yeah. Just give them a little push and Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Right, I I mean uh, that that right there makes me happier at work. But but you know I'm sure a lot of people out there are thinking, well, what does rewarding myself with a Diet Coke have to do with my financial future? But I see the connection you're making here, Matt. If you're happier at work, your job is more stable, your income's more stable, and if your income's more stable, your overall finances will be more stable. So uh, and then your future retirement will be more stable as well. So I think. Uh, there really is a connection to happiness at work and a fulfilling retirement, right?
1: No one reads between the lines quite like you, Tony. <laughs> you understand it, so. <laughs> well, I-
0: <laughs> Matt.
1: <laughs> so how, how about this one? Next step: play like a kid. You know, during the work day, take a step away from your desk, go for a walk down the hallway, uh, go for a crab walk down the hallway. If you're going to play like a kid, you know, it doesn't maybe your office workers will look at you a little funny at first, but you know, d- maybe your office has a game room. I know at the wonderful gradient offices, there's a nice game room there. You know, challenge a coworker to a friendly game of ping pong or um, it's golden tea or something. It's okay to take your work seriously without always taking yourself too seriously.
0: Well, that's it. And, you know, I think people know from the show uh, that I don't take myself that seriously and really neither do you. I mean, you take your clients seriously in your work, uh, but yourself, no, we we like to have fun with it. And I think we try to keep our jobs. Uh, we definitely make <laughs> this isn't work to us. We love doing this. So uh, especially recording the podcast this is a lot of fun. But I, I yeah. do I do like that. I, I love that one. And you know, uh, I, what's that Sinatra line if you're among the very young at heart?
1: There right? there it is. I love that song. Yeah. Now, you know, there's probably not too many people who are really young who know that line, unfortunately, but no. it's a great, great song and a great reference. Thank you. Um, now, here's another one. Buy yourself some flowers or a beautiful, like flowering potted plant. And it might be an easy thought to dismiss, but think about it just a little bit more. You hang art in your home to make it a happier place. So why not also spruce up your home away from home?
0: Well, I like that one. I really do. That's that's awesome because some nice flowers or a plant can brighten up even the drabbiest of workspaces. I mean, if you whether you have an office or a cube, uh, and don't disregard the fact it could also cheer up your coworkers.
1: Yeah, as long as it's not something they're allergic to, right? But, <laughs> <Yes. no.
0: laughs> might want no, to avoid
1: that. Honestly, I we we have a lot of plants in the office, and there's a lot of studies that show that having those around do does a lot for you. Yeah, so true. you know, keeping keep the and I love flowering plants even more than flowers because flowers well, you're replacing them a lot, et cetera, et cetera. And I just like taking care of plants. So it's a, it's a, I like those the most, but I know some people just absolutely love flowers. Get your, I like to bring a bunch of flowers to either my wife or my daughter every so often, Aww. you know, so that there's always fresh flowers around and it's nice. It does. It just brings a little joy. Um, now, How about this idea? You There's so many music streaming services out there. It's so easy to create the kind of playlist that's gonna help you really sometimes just sail through the workday depending on what you're doing that day. And it's well-documented. Music can improve both your mood and your productivity. And there's whole music therapy professions out there so you know throw on a pair of headphones let your feet do a little tapping while while you're typing right? and along those same lines why not use that p- same playlist to enjoy a little maybe midday dance party I, <laughs> right i know it sounds silly but you know I, oh I it doesn't that, just sound silly Matt. well you know nobody wants to see me dance but <laughs> listen that can still make people happy because laughing at my dancing is going to bring them joy it right? is um, you know, I stand mean, up, start dancing a little bit Your heart's going to pump, your blood's going to flow Some ideas start to percolate around And I think back to this, when my kids were little They didn't judge how I danced They didn't know what good dancing looked like We used to have a little dance party every single day Like in the kitchen, living room, dining room, wherever we were We had this little dance party And it was always just full of laughter And I think little things like that can really go a long way
0: Yeah, I remember the one time you did get up And start dancing during the podcast I think I have a clip of that recording <laughs> See, spreading joy, spreading joy. So there you like, have it. Well, often only
1: because I was dancing to no music then.
0: Well, that's just it. I was my gonna,
1: interpretive dance is silly.
0: Well, I was just going to say your coworkers might wonder what you're up to over there dancing to music they can't hear if you've got your headphones on. But who <laughs> knows? Maybe you'll end up leading a department-wide dance party at the office. So right? what's next?
1: How about giving yourself a little mental break during the day? And sometimes it's just maybe hitting the internet in search of a few laughs. Depending on your company policy, hopefully they give you a little leeway on the internet. Maybe it's the latest funny cat video or park and rec meme. or It might be all you need to give yourself a little recharge so you you can help finish that day stronger. Maybe maybe there's a joke of the day website I like to go to. Uh, Another good way to break up the day? and without sounding too hippie, this is one I do every single day meditation. There's so many study that notes people who have never meditated before then begin They enjoy improved emotional control, various mental and emotional enhancements. So close your door. If you have one, or just put on some noise canceling headphones, earplugs, if you have nothing else, give yourself a few minutes to close your eyes, breathe deeply and center yourself again.
0: I think that's great. In fact, uh, Whenever on the show you get too deep into the numbers, you start talking about numbers and math. Uh, I find myself meditating just like you described right there.
1: I know. (laughs) I I see the same look on my clients' faces sometimes (laughs) when I get too deep into the numbers. I call it ego, eyes glazed over. When you see that look, you you just got (laughs) to bring it back a little, come back to the real world.
0: That's right. Well, I I think this is a great show so far. Uh, We've covered a lot. And we're talking about ways, and a lot of them simple, and they may seem silly at first, but they can really help you and your coworkers feel happier and help you get more focused at work. And with so many Americans now having worked on their own at home and heading back to the office after a year of working remotely, this I think this topic is very relevant. And I'm sure a lot of people are excited to get back to the office because they miss the social aspect. Ah, uh, you know, lunches out with colleagues, happy hours, shared jokes. Uh, we all know what that office setting can be like. But I think a lot of other people uh, might be feeling a bit apprehensive about it because they've emotionally and physically gotten used to working at home. And I, I think that's a huge uh, factor we ha- we need to think about. So, uh, what do you have for us next?
1: Well, if they are feeling that trepidation, let's. I think most companies should just say let's just try working in our sweatpants for the first couple of weeks. Yep. Yep. Right. And maybe everyone else, maybe everyone will feel a little more comfortable. I don't know. It's just a little sweatpants joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, no crickets. Good. Still no crickets. And now you can't. I'll reason. give you the rim shot. Uh, so Too late for the same article, <laughs> Yeah. The same article we were talking about before, you know, they suggest taking a walk around the block. Now that's, a great idea. Now there's certainly no, yeah, there's no shortage of information about the physical advantages of walking, but in addition for it to be good for your waistline, it's also good for your brain. Now, the other thing you do and make it social and especially considering these days being outside, we know is better for us, right? So make a walking group, get a little social, you know. Social interaction and exercise at the same time and go walk somewhere, eat your lunch and walk back instead of sitting at your desk, you know, push away from your desk, go outside for 10, 15 minutes. It'll be good for you, your coworkers and your employer.
0: Yeah. Just don't go out walking in a thunderstorm.
1: Or. Yeah. Or if you are, just make sure you're not holding like graphite fishing rods or <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: right. uh, maybe check the, your life insurance policy, fine print, but you know, it's, it, it, it when, yeah, if it's horrible out, sure. Stay indoors, find something uh, great. another one of those things we talked about, how about this? Another good way to boost your mood during the workday, pay attention to what you're eating. You know, I, I said before, maybe don't worry so much about diet Coke Uh, Those have been proven to not be so good for you over time. Uh, Eat some healthy food, whether it's lunch or a snack. Focus on eating some things that have nutrients, calcium, chromium, folate, iron, uh, vitamin C, uh, omega-3s, vitamin B6, B12. Get your vitamin D by getting outside and supplement it. Get some zinc. There's, you know, foods... Research shows foods can regulate your mood internally, also satisfying your growling stomach. And let's face it, you ever have that real junk lunch, you're just going to snooze the afternoon. So finding some good things to eat properly can help you feel good.
0: That's true. It it can help you feel better. And if I'm hearing you correctly here, Matt, an afternoon snack of Mountain Dew and Snickers probably isn't (laughs) going to be the way to go in terms of making your body or mind feel fired up for the rest of the workday. Uh, but you know, I, I get it. I wish Mountain Dew was good for you though. I love, I love the extreme. Yeah. And (laughs) if marketing's taught us anything,
1: it's that Mountain Dew is extreme. (laughs) Right. Are we getting paid? We've said that like four times now. Are they going to pay us?
0: Yeah, they have Um, to. I think if we say Mountain Dew and (laughs) how it's extreme and how much I like Mountain Dew, I think that's good. How much I like a case of Mountain Dew. Yeah. Well, the, listen, the bad
1: news—the bad news is Mountain Dew might not get recommended by a panel of doctors. Right. But the good news is, is a nice cold glass of water benefits your entire body. Staying True. hydrated keeps headaches at bay, helps your skin and digestion, helps improve focus. And here's another thing. You know, what's a vending machine Mountain Dew go for these days? Two bucks. Yeah.
0: You
1: know, one Mountain Dew a day. That's ten dollars a week. That's forty dollars a month. That's four hundred eighty dollars a year for Mountain Dew.
0: Right. And I know as a financial professional, you'd probably tell people there are a lot better ways to spend that $480 a year than on Mountain Dew or sodas yeah, in general. I
1: think financial unprofessionals could tell you the same thing. <laughs> That's, That's a no-brainer, That's right? True. So, uh, You know, we mentioned the top show we're going to discuss being happier in three categories today, this month, this year. So the final tip in the right now category, smile. I know what you're thinking, and it might sound silly when I read that headline, just smile, roll my eyes a little bit. But then, you know, think about it. The fact of the matter is, smiling does have actual physical benefits. The article references research that shows smiling, whether it's natural or forced, it causes your brain to perceive your current physical reaction as positive. There's there's neural pathways that believe you're smiling and you're happy. That same thing with that power posing, like standing with your arms held up, you know, like you just won something, your brain thinks you can trick your brain. And according, it's going to recognize your current activity in a more positive manner.
0: That's true. And I've read those studies. And uh, a long time ago, I was looking at this. Um, I think it was a TED talk or something about yeah, the power posture, right? Uh, yes. Power posture. That's it. Yeah, it's a great TED talk. I love yep. that one. Yeah, Exa- exactly. So uh, forced smile. Uh, I love that. Even if it's forced, uh, it, it, in other words, uh, the smile that I have on my face when you tell the sweatpants joke, that one, that one. <laughs> OK, so the that... smile I have right now when you told <laughs> that joke. <laughs> exactly. So that's the right now category we were talking yeah. about. So let's jump into the how to be your happier at work this week category. What's the first with that one?
1: Oh, uh, how about taking a pass? on, you know, using morning coffee to be what wakes you up in the morning and exercise before work. What? First of all,
0: wait, okay,
1: unless you...
0: (laughs) No way. So you want me to give up my morning coffee and start exercising before work? I'm not
1: asking you to give it up unless you're going to buy it. I'm saying this. You can have your morning coffee and exercise, but if you're going to buy a morning coffee for the purpose of waking up, This is a good one. Yeah. Start exercising instead. You first, if you're going to buy a morning coffee and, Instead of doing that, you're going to save four or five bucks a day. That's a, that's already a benefit, but you'll also give your body a beneficial boost. Breaking a sweat before work, it's been shown to boost your energy for the rest of the day. If you have more energy, you'll be more productive. If you're more productive during the workday, that may mean work stays at the office instead of coming home with you.
0: Wow. Well, see, that's a really good one. And I was joking about that. But to be honest, you know, I, I've been a caffeine addict and love my coffee and, uh, you know, pop with sodas with caffeine. However, I do know that when I if I go to the gym with my daughter, or exercise, I don't need the caffeine because exercising uh, creates those endorphins uh, that have are healthier and have the same effect as caffeine. Uh, those endorphins will give you the energy instead of relying on a chemical that's bad for you. Right. Yeah, I think yeah, absolutely.
1: And, and here's another tip I think that makes a tremendous amount of sense. How about a coworker? There aren't many better feelings than helping other people. I know this for sure. I, don't, I, I Maybe there's a few people that don't like the feeling of helping other people. Um, but as the article explains, when you make an effort to help your coworkers, you're creating a mental reward system that highlights self-satisfaction. So when you give up a few minutes to help a colleague with a difficult task or project, you can see lasting benefits.
0: Yeah, that's true. What comes around goes around And even if it's not for any benefit for yourself, it's so good uh, to help others and a willingness to help your colleagues. It'll make you a better person. It makes you feel better about yourself. And they're much more likely to be there for you uh, if and when you need them.
1: Yeah, you're actually creating a real social network instead of the fake one that so many people are attached to with their thumbs. Right. Exactly.
0: It's an effective point.
1: So, you know, here's an idea for your drive home. Spend some time during your commute, you know, while focusing on driving, thinking about three good things that happen to you during the day. Uh, it's been proven if you do this to have social, psychological, emotional, physical benefits. As the article notes, these could be improved sleep, fewer illnesses, improved happiness. I like, so I was taught to do this ages ago. Before you even put your feet on the ground in the morning, think of something you're grateful for. Right. And at the end of the day, when you go to sleep, think of three things you're thankful for that happened that day. And it's amazing how well you can box your day when you start it and finish it with those two things. And hey, with with studies showing that this is actually works and helps people, it takes it out of the realm of maybe it does works or doesn't to, hey, this is a good idea. And it's a simple practice. It doesn't cost you a thing and it'll lead to improvements in your life.
0: right. And I think this has been a great discussion so far. Um, Now, let's jump to the this month category. Can you give us a few ideas from that category that the article mentioned? First one, let's plan an office event, whether it's a Friday potluck,
1: a company wide sports competition or a regular happy hour. Getting together with your work family can make a tremendous difference when it comes to how you view your job. Uh, along those same lines, you should also make sure you're laughing a lot. That's probably something your coworkers can help you with. There was a Stanford Business School study that shows a clear correlation between laughter and productivity. Long story short, the more you laugh at work, the more productive you're likely to be.
0: Wow. That's really good, and, and I would agree with that. I think culture is so important. I mean, when you help create a fun and warm culture at your workplace, you're just making your own life, both personally and professionally, so much happier.
1: Yeah, let's just really congratulate Stanford Business School for starting a study that proved that being happy at work makes you more productive. <laughs> Way to go, Stanford.
0: I hope they had fun doing the study. That's <laughs> all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That seems like did
1: you would do a study. No, I think we were, I think the results are in. Um, but <laughs> <Yeah>. no, culture's <laughs> culture super huge, you know. Listen, I, I am a, again, I said earlier, I you have to have that work life balance and part-, part being miserable at work. Here's a great thing you can do to be happier at work if you're miserable at work. Maybe find something, some sort of work that's less miserable, right? Like you shouldn't have to go and suffer Uh, or also just be determined to be the best at what you're doing. You know, uh, somebody said maybe, you know, I remember grandfather advice kind of stuff, you know, hey, maybe you'll be a ditch digger. Just be the best, best ditch digger.
0: That's true. You can, if you take pride in being the best at what you do, you'll enjoy yeah. your job more. And if you have a job you really enjoy, you'll never work a day in your life, Matt. That's what they say. Yep. That's what they say. And I, uh, I can you know, testify to that. I mean, I, yeah, I get you to don't do not work a day. <laughs> oh, you have a job you enjoy.
1: <laughs> you can't cricket after a laugh. I know I laughed first. That doesn't <laughs> work.
0: <laughs> that didn't work i messed that up
1: how about this one make the most of your weekend now, that's another way you can make yourself feel better about work don't bring work home with you on friday afternoon because not only will in your personal time on saturday sunday it may very well increase your feelings of animosity and frustration towards your job uh, i i have a i try and tell all the people in my office box your day you need to get your stuff, you know, what you can get done between this time and this time. That's your day. After that, it's your life, right? right. You can't, the company should not own you. Truth is, and the companies are realizing that more than ever, they're encouraging workers to enjoy their personal lives. And I think ultimately that makes them better employees.
0: Right. And that's so true. Most companies want to retain their workers. Now, how about we take a look at the this year category? this year all right how about this i think they
1: had some really great big picture solutions first one is meet with your supervisor, explore a, fle- a more flexible schedule, something that helps you achieve that work-life balance. And, you know, I was getting out of bed each morning to get yourself to work at the usual time, just a total slog. Maybe you're not a morning person. Now, if you're not a morning person, an afternoon person or an evening person, there's probably something else going on. Right. But, <laughs> uh, uh, may, but are you staying for hours after the normal quitting time? You know, uh, address it with your boss. Maybe working from home one day a week or starting a little later in the morning is a better fit for what your body needs. Most bosses want you to be your best because ultimately that helps the company. So don't be afraid to talk to your supervisor, your boss about things that you can do to make your work as productive, but more flexible.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I would agree with that. And I think it's so important. And even outside of the work from home trend uh, that we've been in, I think a lot of companies were becoming much more open to some non-traditional schedules, as well as allowing people to work from home. Yeah. And on top of being more open to
1: other schedules, many companies provide some really great perks that you should be taking advantage of with this open schedule. Maybe you're company organizes happy hours or meals make sure you're partaking in those if your company provides free or discounted gym memberships get your exercise compliments of the company again it's almost like 401k benefits if they're willing to do these things for you most of the stuff that's in there is good for you Take, take advantage of it not only do you get to enjoy some of those freebies you'll also be reminded that your company really does care about you and your well-being
0: wow Yeah, I think that's really good. And camaraderie matters. Uh, And a lot of these company organized events are a great way to get to know the people you work with on a deeper level. Yeah, you want to be careful
1: about suggesting them, though, or you may end up with extra responsibilities like organizing (laughs) them all the time.
0: Important safety (laughs) tip. Yes. Important safety
1: tip, Egon. Good one. Yes. Another easy way to feel better about your work. Use all your vacation days, Gretchen. Uh, You know, roughly (laughs) we're not going to name
0: names, Gretchen
1: (laughs) Brunner, (laughs) roughly 57 percent of Americans aren't taking all of their vacation time. Mm. Flora, according according to this article, a lot of I don't know what it is. So my employee, well, maybe it's because we have a good balance and we have that time. But it's bad for people. It's bad for the companies take your vacation time. It allows you to rest, recharge, allows you to have some fun. You come back to the office, energized, focused, happy. It's better for everyone.
0: Yeah. And those vacation hours are yours. I mean, you earned them. You might as well use them, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, a workcation might also be another option. If
1: you don't want to be completely away from the office, a workcation may allow you to go anywhere you want the beach, the woods, your backyard. So you can get your work done in a place that helps you reflect, refresh you. There's so many ways to connect to your work. Now I, I I live, I've got some woods behind my house. I built a little desk down in the in the woods and it looks out on the river it is a peaceful place for me to go and get all my notes done in the afternoon oh, i can awesome, take my man. laptop down there i have a little standing desk and i can stand out in nature get all my you know my note taking done for all the meetings and you know client notes all that stuff and get it all done and enjoy being outside and it's a great way to just take away some of the stress of being in an office being in a cubicle etc and do things that i like
0: There you go. And I think that's a great note to end today's show on. It's been a great discussion. Matt, why don't you let our listeners know before we go how they can get a hold of you?
1: They can call 800-339-9252, or they can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. You can go on there, you can request an appointment through the website, all our information's on there. You can there's you know forms fill out to get in touch with us you can fill out a color of money risk analysis you can get a whole bunch of complimentary reports on there and you can get old episodes of this wonderful podcast you're listening to so yeah 800-339-9252 or compass-ltd.com
0: all right sounds great and listeners that does it for today's episode of the financial compass with our host matt brunner Thank you for listening to the Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252